olive oil. Oh dear, it won't come out. I do hope that stain hasn't been there since lunchtime. That wouldn't be good enough. January. Chapter One. I don't go back to the office. I'd instead drive to Hyde Park. I park and then walk, and walk, and walk, stopping only to bath and retch unproductively en route. It's an icy cold January afternoon. There's hardly a soul around, unlike the summer when the park is heaving with revellers. The occasional tramp shuffles by, and I see the odd figure dashing home through the twilight, probably clerks who religiously leave their office at five. Not paid enough, or motivated at all, to stay a minute after clocking out time. Oblivious to their surroundings, they don't glance left or right. The park is simply something that must be passed through on the way to centrally heated rooms and hot cups of tea. The odd mother rushes by with her toddler in a pushchair. The kids are invariably ugly, tired and dirty. The mothers are all that, and also harassed. I suppose that pushchairs, previously beneath my notice, will soon become significant to me. Pushchairs, and high chairs, and baby baths, and cots, and nappies. And it's impossible. It's alien. It's wrong. Where is the unquashable exhilaration that surely should be the order of the day? I'd settle for a faint flush of enthusiasm. I walk on. I walk past the Serpentine, the desolate, deserted bandstand, and around the round pond. I walk up and down. I circle. I walk so much that I'm actually warm, even though it's freezing and late. My feet and legs ache. I'm starving. And I feel sick. How's that possible? On balance, the hunger is more compelling than the nausea. I'm so desperate that for the first time since I gave up watching Black Beauty, I buy a hot dog from a suspiciously filthy man pushing an off-white cart. The cart, man and hot dog, would fail all health and hygiene regulations with spectacular success. I try not to think about it. He piles greasy onions into the bread bun and then smothers the hot dog with mustard and ketchup, which squelch onto his fingers and down his arm. He wipes his dirty hands on his dusty trousers runs his hand through his hair, and, the final flourish, wipes the back of his hand over his mouth. I don't care. The hot dog looks delicious. I'm that hungry I would eat the man, dusty trousers and all, if necessary. Without even stopping to check if anyone can see me, I gobble down the hot dog in approximately three bites. For about seven seconds I feel almost normal. My hunger is satiated, and I don't feel sick. An exceptional state of affairs for the last month or so. On the eighth second, my stomach lurches uncontrollably, and I'm hoying for Europe. The undigested hot dog with onions, mustard, ketchup and trouser dust lies forlornly on the pavement. It's accompanied by two digestive biscuits, and I think that other thing is rye bread from my sandwiches at lunchtime. You fucking stupid bitch, says the hot dog seller. What the fuck did you do that for? That ain't good for business, is it? I scrabble in my handbag and locate some tissues with which I wipe my mouth, six splattered trousers and boots, and then I walk away, too weary to fling back a clever retort, never mind reapply lipstick.
I walk around the park again until I'm convinced that my boots are worn through. Finally, I throw myself onto the nearest park bench, not bothering about the bird excrement or chewing gum. The park seems joyless, littered with filthy vendors, rushing faceless people, dog muck and broken glass bottles. I am growing a baby. There is a baby inside my stomach, or womb, or uterus, or somewhere. I try to think about that for a moment, and can't. It's so big. The thing, it, he or she, is probably about the size of a single grain of couscous. But the fact that I'm pregnant is big. Too big. Do I want to be pregnant? Do I want a baby? The natural conclusion. I have no idea.